0: Welcome to this edition of the Dead Podcast. I'm host Cam McKinney. This is episode number 93 of the podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I want to talk about pitcher Chris Sale of the Boston Red Sox. Last week, it was announced that Chris Sale is going to miss the entire season due to Tommy John surgery. I have a lot of thoughts on Chris Sale and his big contract. He is entering the first year of a five-year, $145 million extension. And I don't believe I've ever heard anyone truthfully talk about what's going on with Chris Sale. Can I first picture this? Let me paint you a picture of why the Red Sox acquired Chris Sale in the first place. Because they didn't have what they thought was a big game pitcher. They had David Price, who was a perennial playoff loser. So then general manager of the Red Sox Dave Dombrowski does what he always does. He trades a top minor league prospect in Yan Mankata for a big game ace level pitcher in the form of Chris Sale of the Chicago White Sox. And the first year could not have gone better. He wins 17 games. He strikes out over 300 batters. By many people's opinion, he should have won the Cy Young that year. He was looking to be that guy that they thought he was going to be. He did not have a good postseason that year, but all things considered Everyone thought that that first year with the Red Sox, that the Red Sox had their next ace level, Hall of Fame level, Pedro level pitcher. And then 2018 happens and the Red Sox have their best season in franchise history. They win over 100 games, they win the World Series, and they finally get a big game pitcher. But guess who it's not? It's not Chris Sale. It turns out to be the guy that they already had. David Price is the guy who Leveled up that postseason and helped the Red Sox get that World Series title. And due to the fact that he was coming back from injury, Chris Sale only threw five innings in that World Series championship against the Dodgers. And the postseason heroes pitching wise for the Boston Red Sox were David Price and Nathan Avaldi. So you would think in their minds, the Red Sox had just proven that they don't need to pay Chris Sale to be an ace level pitcher moving forward in order to win a World Series championship. I'm sorry. That's just something that would be conceivable. That's a thought that you would think would go through their heads. What should have happened is Chris Sale should have had to have proven himself in 2019 to one, be healthy, and two, be the reliable ace pitcher that we all believe he can be. But no, instead of that, the Red Sox just handed him a five-year, $145 million extension. And the reason they did it was because they were embarrassed that they lost John Lester years prior. I mean, come on. That is just outright ridiculous. Red Sox fans seem to be in denial of that very fact that they traded for Chris Sale to become a big game pitcher. And then the guy they all thought was the biggest big game loser, David Price, ended up being the better big game pitcher. And now David Price has been traded away to the Dodgers in the Mookie Betts deal, and you're here with Chris Sale, who is now having Tommy John surgery, who is in the first year of a five-year, $145 million extension. They did it backwards. There was absolutely no need to give Chris Sale a contract extension at the time that they did. Just because they lowballed John Lester six years prior is not a good enough reason to give Chris Sale a contract contract that he may have been worthy of if he's healthy but that's the biggest question moving forward was his health everyone and their grandmother could have seen the fact that Chris sale was probably going to have a tommy John tommy John like surgery moving forward each and every year he deteriorates at the end of seasons and at the end of 2018 his velocity was drastically going down I mean yes when healthy Chris sale is a strikeout machine he even had 200 strikeouts last year when he went 6-11. and He can strike out with the best of them, but the biggest question moving forward is his health, and also, is he a big game pitcher? Because so far, he has not been a good big game pitcher. That first year with the Red Sox, he got smacked around by the Astros. Again, they cheated or whatever, but Chris Sale has not been good in the postseason in his career, even with the Boston Red Sox. And the Boston Red Sox in 2018 basically proved that they did not need Chris Sale to win a World Series title. And then the very next spring training, the guy they overpay for is Chris Sale. It's not Mookie Betts. It's the guy who just won MVP the year prior. It's the injury riddled guy whose velocity was deteriorating at the end of the season. That's the guy you pay is Chris Sale. The whole thing just looked wrong from my point of view. And clearly that has played itself out to be wrong considering this guy, is now having Tommy John surgery in the first year of a massive contract with the Boston Red Sox. He's one of the best lefties to ever pitch for the Boston Red Sox, but moving forward, it is a big wild card. What are you going to get year in and year out from Chris Sale moving forward? If two years ago I told you the guy that was going to remain a Red Sox longer was Chris Sale and Namuki Betts, I don't think a lot of you would believe me, but that's exactly how it's played out. Chris Sale is still a member. member. Member of the Red Sox, he will be a member of the Red Sox for at least the next five seasons. And Mookie Betts is on that team that you beat during the 2018 World Series. That is nuts. And again, the fact that it is all based on the premise that John Henry did not want to let Chris Sale go the way he let go John Lester. John Lester was a two-time World Series champion with the Boston Red Sox, a key contributor to both World Series titles. Chris Sale was not on John Lester's level, at least when it comes to being a big game pitcher. I think Chris Sale is a better regular season pitcher than John Lester, but if there was a postseason game of Chris Sale versus John Lester, I'm picking John Lester every time. He is the definition of a big game pitcher. In 2013, John Lester was the biggest key reason why the Red Sox won the 2013 World Series. Chris Sale was not even in the top five reasons why the Red Sox won the 2018 World Series during that postseason run. He wasn't. That's the sad truth. He wasn't as impactful as a player as he is in the regular season. I also think that this Tommy John surgery also probably signifies the end of Chris Sale being able to strike out 300 batters like he might not even be that regular season ace that we've been used to him being. I mean moving forward if you can't rely on him making 30 starts a year and striking out 200 batters and getting you into the postseason and then if you get into the postseason you can't rely on him to be a big game pitcher I just think this contract might turn out to be one of the worst the Red Sox have ever given. If they had given it to him the year he struck out 300 batters, I think I would be on board with it. But the timing of giving it to him after the 2018 World Series was just bonkers to me. We all knew the Mookie Betts contract talks were going to be upcoming. We all knew that's the guy that should be the face of the Boston Red Sox moving forward. And the the guy that they pay for is Chris Sale, who wasn't even their third best starting pitcher in that World Series title. It was David Price and Nathan Evaldi out of nowhere. I think that should have been the big signifier that maybe Chris Sale should not be our biggest concern to give him a massive contract right now. I just think that's common sense. What's funny is they used that logic on Craig Kimbrell. He did not have a good postseason in 2018, but at one point he was the best closer in all of baseball for the Boston Red Sox just the year prior, they looked at it logically and said, "Guess what? This guy did not make a huge impact when we had our best season ever. He was not one of the biggest reasons we won. We can probably move on from him. It's been a great run. He's been a great closer for us, but we do not need him moving forward." And guess what? One of their biggest issues in 2019 actually was a closer. So maybe they could have actually used Craig Kimbrel. But they were like logically, we do not want to overpay for Craig Kimbrel. Let's look at Chris. Sale. Chris Sale did not have a good postseason. They had two guys who did in David Price and Nathan Avalde. They should have looked at that logically and said, maybe we could get rid of Chris Sale the same way we're getting rid of Craig Kimbrell. Or at that point, they still had one more year of Chris Sale, they should have thought, wow, let's play this out. Let's have him, have him pitch one more year. If he returns to Chris Sale form, we will give him a nice contract. It's funny how the Red Sox can use logic in one instance and say, we don't need Craig Kimbrell, but then in the same say, we should vastly overpay for Chris Sale, who was not one of the biggest contributors to the 2018 World Series. They looked at the two things in the opposite ways, and they should have looked at them the same. The same way that Craig Kimbrell was replaceable, they should have thought that about Chris Sale. In 2017, if you would ask me who the two best members of the Boston Red Sox were, I would say Chris Sale and Craig Kimbrell. In 2018, both of them had minimal impact on the Red Sox winning a World Series and being the best team in franchise history. They moved on from one of them and Kimbrel, and then they overpaid for the other. To me, that logic is total nonsense, and not enough Red Sox fans talk about that. The difference between how they treated the Craig Kimbrell situation, in the Chris Sale situation. They did the right thing in one instance and then in the other, they overpaid for Chris Sale. I mean, you can make the argument that Craig Kimbrell was more, you could see him struggling. You could see it there. He was struggling. But the same for Chris Sale. His velocity was going up and down and you could also see that the injuries were probably coming as he's about to come into his 30s. You should have had the same red flags for Chris Sale that you did for Craig Kimbrell. I'm not saying you should have gotten rid of Chris Sale right after that World Series but you should have had one more year for him to seriously prove himself as your star level ace pitcher so that if he performs you can pay him you can give him 100, 140 150 even 200 million if he returns to Chris Sale form but guess what he hasn't 2019 was not very good and now for 2020 he's having Tommy John surgery and he's out for the entire season and his future is probably the biggest question mark for the Red Sox moving forward like do they have an ace pitcher or now do they have to go out and trade for one again like they traded for Chris Sale and after trading David Price it this was a year you were going to heavily rely on Chris Sale. Now your pitching staff is in shambles. You have Nathan Avaldi, Eduardo Rodriguez. This is not going to be the Red Sox pitching staff you're used to. And what about the fact that if the Red Sox are really bad, like some people think they're going to be, including myself, that Chris Sale contract is not going to be able, able to be traded away. He is not going to be a commodity on the trade market until he proves himself to be an ace pitcher. And then if he becomes that ace pitcher, the Red Sox are obviously going to want to keep him. But if this turns out bad, you're going to have Chris Sale for the foreseeable future on the books for the Boston Red Sox. I think the maddening thing about being a Red Sox fan is that sometimes they can be savvy. Again, they decided not to pay Craig Krimble. They decided not to pay Jacoby Ellsbury. They decided to not keep Mookie Betts because they knew how exorbitant that contract was going to be. But then they make this dumb decision to sign Chris Sale to a huge massive contract extension when they didn't have to do it. They won't sign what everyone believes is a top five baseball player in Mookie Betts in his prime where he's Probably going to get better, or there, there's at least he's go, at least going to stay the same. I mean, it's it's going to be hard for Mookie Betts to get any better, but he's going to be consistent. They won't give him a seven and eight, even a ten-year deal for whatever. They're the Red Sox; they could afford it because they're they're trying to be smart, and it is kind of smart not to give Mookie Betts four hundred or three hundred million dollars. I understand that, but then in that same logic, you give Chris Sale five years when he's just about to enter his thirties. That's not the best time for a pitcher to be given that contract, especially when Chris Sale, I cannot say this enough, was coming off a season where the Red Sox had their best year ever, his velocity was going down, his impact on them winning was not ideal, he was not a big reason why the Red Sox had that fantastic season, Mookie Betts was. Two years later, you still have Chris Sale and you don't have Mookie Betts. I'm sorry, that's my biggest issue with this Chris Sale contract contract. I love him as a pitcher. I think he's a gamer. I think he's a guy who wants to go out there on the mound and be there. I'm sad for him that he won't be able to pitch moving forward, but it is outright maddening how Chris Sale is still a member of the Boston Red Sox and Mookie Betts is with the LA Dodgers. Maybe it's because Mookie Betts didn't want to be a member of the Red Sox. That's fine, but you can't tell me you're not. You're trying to get rid of payroll and then all of a sudden you sign Chris Sale to a five-year contract and a year later you're talking about how you've got to be under this ridiculous luxury tax or whatever. You can't make those decisions, sign Chris Sale, sign Nathan Navaldi, and then Tell me, you need to stop spending money. That's ridiculous. You need to stop spending money because you're spending it so poorly on contracts to for unreliable people. At least in the Nathan Avaldi contract, you were like, "There's some upside here." He was just coming off being a postseason hero. I kind of understood it. Again, for Chris Sale, you were signing him because a year prior he struck out 300 batters. That's what you were signing. You were signing for the Chris Sale that has been good for you, not the Chris sale that everyone Was questioning moving forward. Everyone was questioning Chris Sale. He was coming off a season where his velocity was going down. He's unreliable the second half of seasons, and he's an unreliable big game pitcher. There was no reason for Chris Sale to get a five year, $145 million extension when he did. I'm sorry. A lot of Red Sox fans don't want to hear it. They love Chris Sale. I get it. But that's the cold, hard truth is that Chris Sale was not worthy of that contract at that time, and it's been proven to be right because he's going to miss this season and moving forward, his status as the ace pitcher of the Boston Red Sox is the biggest question on the team. And this could get worse. Even though you did win a World Series with Chris Sale on the roster, guess who might become a superstar player for the Chicago White Sox? The guy you traded away Jan Mankata. There's still that time where Jan Mankata could become a superstar and Chris Sale could be sitting in the dugout not pitching for the Boston Red Sox because he's I mean, if Yan Mankata becomes a superstar or all-star level player and Chris Sale is struggling to be healthy for the Red Sox moving forward, that's going to be a hard one to watch for Red Sox fans. I also hate this argument because they won the 2018 World Series that the Chris Sale trade worked out. Do you know why we don't question the Josh Beckett trade for where we traded away Hanley Ramirez and Annabelle Sanchez? We got Josh Beckett and we got Mike Lowell and they were both postseason heroes. They were two huge components as to why the Boston Red Sox won the 2007 World World Series. Josh Beckett is the biggest reason why the Boston Red Sox won the 2007 World Series. So do not compare this to the the Chris Sale trade to the Josh Beckett trade. Chris Sale has become a great regular season pitcher when healthy for the Boston Red Sox, but he is not on that same level as big game pitcher, ace reliable starter that Josh Beckett is. He became a postseason hero and Chris Sale, I'm sorry, was far from that for the 2018 Red Sox. He is not on that same level. That trade is not as good to me. The 2007 Josh Beckett is what a lot of people thought Chris Sale would become. And again, Chris Sale did not become that. David Price kind of did. For me personally, I think Chris Sale has become the figurehead of Dave Dombrowski mortgaging the Red Sox future to try to win a World Series. And it did work out. They did win the 2018 World Series. But Chris Sale, again, was not that big a part of their postseason run. He was not a key reason why they won that World Series. I'm sorry. That might hurt to hear, but it's the truth. He was not a sole big reason why the Red Sox won that postseason. The way Kurt Schilling was in 2004, the way Josh Beckett was in 2007, the way John Lester was in 2013, Chris Sale was not that for the Boston Red Sox, and that's the biggest reason why they got him. They didn't get him to be their ace pitcher in the regular season, strikeout 300 batters. They got him because they didn't believe David Price, could be a big game pitcher. They thought Chris Sale could. And guess what? The opposite turned out to be true. David Price became a big game pitcher and Chris Sale was not. Again, it was injury reasons. His velocity was weak. He wasn't ready. But then that spring training to give him a five-year, $145 million contract extension moving forward, I think is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen the Red Sox do, and I've seen them do a lot of dumb things, like get Carl Crawford and get Pablo Sandoval. I think I question that move just as much as I do those stupid free agent acquisitions, because the timing of it just seemed dumb, and the reasoning, because we didn't want to lose Chris Sale the way we lost John Lester, Again, that reasoning is maddening. It's the same reason why the Red Sox do this up and down of winning. They can't be consistent contenders because they continue to make questioning financial decisions. They'll bounce back from this. They'll probably win some World Series. Chris Sale might even be on a roster that wins another World Series. He might even bounce back. But the timing of this extension was the the thing I questioned most. It's not even Chris Sale as a pitcher. It's the timing of that 2018 Mookie Bets was the sole biggest reason why the Red Sox were just coming off their biggest season ever, and instead of rewarding him, they gave Chris Sale a contract extension, and Chris Sale is here to stay while missing an entire season. While Mookie Betts is going to be a member of that team that you beat in the World Series, the Dodgers. That's why it is maddening; it is absolutely maddening to be a Red Sox fan because they will end up winning a lot of times, but they. Will Make these crucial bad decisions. At the time, I thought it was a bad contract. I still think it's a bad contract. I think it's even worse now. Obviously, he's having Tommy John surgery. I don't think he'll ever return to be that guy that struck out three hundred batters. Chris Sale will probably make a little bit of a comeback, though. He'll probably still be a really good regular season pitcher when healthy. But my biggest question moving forward is: Will he ever be that big game pitcher that the Red Sox traded for him? to become and my answer to that is probably not. That's how I feel about Chris Sale moving forward is he won't be the thing that the Red Sox got him to become and most of you I feel like Red Sox fans are in denial of that. Make no mistake the Red Sox got Chris Sale to be a big game pitcher and he has not been so far and again with the Tommy John surgery moving forward he might never be that. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Dead Dead Podcast. I'm your host Cam McKinney. There will be a new episode of the podcast every month. on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, so please rate, review, and subscribe.